0: WWE Mentality.
1: Woo! Finally! The Rock has come back! Well, let me tell you something, brother. I'm not finished with you! And that's the bottom line. What? Cause Stone Cold said
0: And woo! We are back In the studio at WWE Mentality Welcome back everybody I hope everybody had a great new year Great holidays Great Christmas Great all the way around Or I should say wonderful Because that's pretty much just how I roll Man it is good to be back In the studio Talking some WWE And and boy do we have Some stuff to talk about Took a Took a short one-week break. Um, the week before Christmas, we did our last podcast. We took the, the Christmas week off, and uh, now we're back here on this lovely January second, two thousand and twenty, Thursday, the first Thursday of the decade, of the new decade. And I really do hope everybody had a great year, great decade. This last ten years of living. But before we get to all that and what's been happening in WWE, again, I just want to welcome everybody back. It is great to be back. It's great to be talking about WWE again. We're going to hit on the December 27th edition of SmackDown as well as the December 30th edition of Raw. We're going to hear from all three of our sponsors, Village Hardware, the Bellhaven Pool Room, and OBX Bail Bonds we hear from all of them. They're going to be telling us what they offer. They're going to be telling us their goods as we tell everybody what WWE's goods and definitely some bads. Uh, the storylines happening in WWE's right now. The latest debacle in the Lana and Bobby Lashley and Rusev storyline. She's not even wanting to go there, but kind of have to cover it. And also we'll be going over the 2019 WWE Quote unquote slammy awards that they have no longer put on TV for some odd reason. I guess it just takes up too much TV time. And uh, honestly, everybody's been on their uh, WWE's high horse about um, people and superstars not getting able to wrestle, and that definitely uh, the slammy awards definitely take up some time. But before getting to all that, you're going to hear from our first sponsor. OBX Bailbot. Man, dang, what the heck did you do now? I messed up bad
1: this time. Acting a fool and got locked up, man. Seems like we were just getting tuned up a couple hours ago. How'd you get out of the slammer so quick? I called the fellas over at OBX Bail Bonds, and they came and got me out before the soap kit hit the floor. Haha, <laughs> what? That's how fast I was out of there. The only number you need to know is 252-216-9000. Their office is a mile down the road from the Manio Jail. Heck, they'll even come get you out in Curry Tuck. I know from experience.
0: 252-216-9000. Let me plug that number in my phone just in case. Next question. What if I get locked up and I'm broke? Been there too, bro. Luckily, they
1: offer payment plans with little to no money down on some bonds. Just call Hunter and Jason. They've been in the game since 02, so they know exactly what they're doing. Thanks, man. Now stay the heck out of trouble. Ha! I'll try, but you know me. OBX Bail Bonds. They'll get you out before the soap can hit the floor. Call
0: 252-216-9000. And they can definitely get you out before the soap it's the floor. I don't have experience, but our executive producer, Justin, who uh, is not with us today, I am flying solo here in the 94.5 CMS studio here in Naxed December 27th edition of SmackDown. We had Roman Reigns kicking off the show, pretty much attacking King Corbin right off the bat. I mean, this I thought this storyline would have ended the TLC, honestly, I don't know. Or I, I just, I, I guess, I haven't really looked into this storyline in depth and why it's taking forever. You know, WWE is just prolonging this storyline for whatever reason. I know you have contributing factors, right? You have Dolph Ziggler. Um, you have, who else is in Who's, who's Roman Reigns teaming up? He's teaming up with somebody. Oh uh, yeah, well, they're they're. I guess they're gonna do a, be be doing a Roman Reigns and Dolph Ziggler type thing. Now they're gonna push King Corbin onto getting into the title picture with the Fiend and Daniel Bryan and the Miz. But uh, I, I just really hope the. I mean, I love King Corbin. Don't get me wrong. I think King Corbin is. Best, one of the best heels in the business right now, and definitely one of the best kings that WWE has ever had in history. Um, He's definitely up there, but I just really hope that they're not gonna continue to match up Corbin and Reigns because I think, as being a fan, I've wanted to see the last of that. I think we've seen the last of it, I want to see the last of it. I don't want to see King. Corbin and Roman Reigns go at it again for a long while. After that, you had the New Day and Braun Strowman defeating Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. Quite a funny little tidbit here. After the match, after the New Day and Strowman won, uh, if you haven't got a chance, go to YouTube or go to WWE.com and look at this video that Braun entered his inner New Day and got started dancing. I mean, it was quite spectacular to see a big man move like that. And We all knew that he could move, but the guy's got some dance moves. And the crowd was into it. The crowd was chanting, get these hips or move those hips or w- one of those two. But it was a great entertaining segment to pretty much kick off the wrestling part of SmackDown. Uh, no surprise here. Kamala, Carmella defeated Mandy Rose. I really... Really do see a fire and desire breakup. And I've noticed that Otis is more pro Mandy Rose right now, and I really do hope they continue on with that story, Uh, either for Mixed Match Challenge or going into a love story. I think we've had our fair share of of love stories on Raw, and we'll get to that in a few minutes. But um, yeah, Mandy Rose and Sonia DeVille, I think, are bound and destined for a breakup, and I really do hope so because I think they hold each other back. They're not a great tag team. They're very stiff in the ring, and I just don't think they mesh well, right? I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't know. I just I don't, I don't think they're a great tag team. I don't think they play off each other's strengths. They play more off their weaknesses. King Corbin caused havoc during, during the match between The Miz and Daniel Bryan. It's important to mention that King Corbin, The Miz, and Daniel Bryan were not finished here. There's more to this wreaking havoc between their match because it was The Miz and Daniel Bryan uh, number one contender match for the Fiends championship at Royal Rumble, but obviously King Corbin broke it up. There's going to be more to this story here in, in a couple of seconds. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bayley defeated Lacey Evans and Dana Brooke following an unreal moment of bliss. Um, unreal meaning there's not a lot much to it, and uh, what I have here in my notes, Lacey Evans was not playing around, y'all. Lacey Evans still fired up after Sasha, Sasha Banks pretty much taunted her daughter last week in, on SmackDown, and... Lacey cut right to the chase during her appearance on *The Moment of Bliss* with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, making it clear that she will not stand for Sasha Banks' of disrespect to her family and towards her daughter. And going right to the ring, pretty much that's all she said. She, you know, I'm not, I'm not having this disrespect. I, you know, I'm a lady of class, lady of respect, and and Sasha Banks and Bailey are showing no Sasha Banks in particular are showing no respect for my family or. And more serious note, my daughter, who just happened to be at ringside last week. And, uh, you know, Lacey Evans just marched straight to the ring, and uh, they began, you know, Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans teamed up to take on the Boss Hug connection you know, between Bailey and Sasha Banks. I still don't like Sasha Banks and Bailey. I really don't. Main reason. It was, it's kind of like a... Fire and Desire type thing. Although I know... And you can feel and you can see... That Sasha Banks and Bayley... Have more of a connection than Fire and Desire. But still look very... Like... They don't look good in the ring together. I know they're best friends. I know they have a lot of connection. And, and they probably connect better... Than any woman tag team. But... They just... They don't... Mm, man, it's hard to explain... I don't think they mesh well. They don't bring off the aura that is a women's tag team team. They, they just don't. They, you see Sasha Banks, maybe it's because they're such big superstars and singles competitors. Like Bailey, rose to be a big star this year or last year in 2019. You know her her best year was no doubt 2019. He's been there for I think six years and. Last year was definitely her her best year in WWE, I believe, in my own opinion. And Sasha Banks, I mean, you can't really say much more about her than Sasha Banks. I mean, she's a big star. So having them two big stars on one team is kind of like putting Charlotte and you know, pick any other like Natty, Charlotte and Natty. Two really big stars. Great wrestlers, great entertainers. Just two big stars and I don't know, I always get this feeling, right, when two, like, tag teams, right, and they had to kind of get firm together, like Fire and Desire, like the Kubaki Warriors, like the Boss Hug Connection. Asuka, huge main eventer, singles competitor. Kairi Sane, not so much, but was really good in NXT. Sasha Banks, Boss Hug Connection, Sasha Banks and Bailey, Bailey and Sasha Banks gave it 185% in NXT. Had great matches. Last Woman Standing, Iron Woman Match, or whatever they were in NXT. Set NXT to the next level. I honestly believe if it wasn't for those two matches that they have had in, in Brooklyn and at Full Sail... The women's division in NXT would still be stale. It be pretty much non-existent if it wasn't for them. They literally set the bar, so I'm giving them the credit there. But in WWE, main roster, they're just not built a tag team. Charlotte and Natty, if they were ever a tag team. Natty, best technical wrestler, women's wrestler on by far the planet. I don't think there's any better technical wrestler than Natty Nightheart. WWE, uh, New Japan, even that other AEW. I don't think there's another woman out there that can go toe-to-toe with Natty on her worst day. But going back to the boss hug, there's too much star power there. Too much fire power. And... They just really remind me of a more um, more popular fire desire. If that makes any sense. Um, Daniel Bryan defeated King Corbin in The Miz after, like I just said, King Corbin inserted himself in that match. Uh, becoming a triple threat. To earn the right to challenge Bray White for the Universal title at Royal Rumble 2020. Um, and I'll give you the time... In the place of World Rumble this year, if you don't already know, later on in the show with things you may not know, but now you do. Um, it's also important to know we will be back to go over Monday Night Raw in a couple minutes. <laughs> Got lost in my notes here. We'll, we'll come back and cover Monday Night Raw. We'll also go over the 2019 WWE Awards. And news you may not know, but now you do. Heard. From the week this past weekend, just some things that, again, you may not know that ha- that has happened yet the second day of the new year. Um, but first, before getting to all that, before talking about the WWE 2019 awards of what we have, and there were more awards given out last night at uh, NXT, pretty much uh, all Undisputed Era awards. But uh, before we get to all that, you're going to hear from Village Hardware. Village Hardware, take it away.
1: Here's a question for you. You know where you can find an abundance of hunting supplies on the Outer Banks? Well, if you don't, let me tell you. Village Hardware and Juan that's where. Village Hardware is the Outer Banks hunting supply headquarters. From building deer stands and bushing duck blinds to ammunition, all brands of decoys, decoy sleds, ABC duck calls, and attractants, they got you all taken care of. Because if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or give them a call at 252-473-3900. Village Hardware on Highway 345 next to the Duck Through and Juan
0: Village Hardware, Village Hardware, Village Hardware, located in she's on the main road. You go about a mile and a half, two miles down the road. It's right there on your left. You can't really miss it. It looks like an old convenience store. Um, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And That is honestly the best saying I've ever heard all this year. No doubt. But we're going to jump into Monday Night Raw. You got have uh, got Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Along with AOP and Samoa Joe, just flat out brawled. Seth Rollins, man, I'm I like the AOP Seth Rollins, Rollins, the Architects of Pain. I know that's not what they're calling themselves, but I read a rumor. I'm going with it. I like the name, the Architects of Pain. Um, what's up with the glove? The one-handed Michael Jackson black glove that Seth Rollins. Has. I mean, is he throwing? Little part of the shield in there. I mean, I mean, what? I want to know why he's wearing the glove. If anybody knows that's listening, has any idea? Jump over to our Facebook page, WW Mentality, or comment down below if you're listening here on YouTube and, and let me know what your thoughts is because I don't really dig the one black glove. But anyway, uh, Samoa Joe, after getting attacked last week at the announcers table, came back in full capacity uh, as, a, as a wrestler. He's been out for a while with a hand injury, broken hand, but he is now back. I'm honestly excited. Kevin Owens and Samojo as a team take on Ar- Architects of Pain. I I can't wait to see that match. It's going to happen at the Royal Rumble, no doubt about it. It's all shaping up that way. Aleister Black and Alistair Black again defeated Buddy Murphy, yet another great match. You cannot discredit these two competitors. They are awesome. They're really fun to watch. Aleister Black is definitely on the up and Eric Roman defeated another local jobber, Kip Stevens. Again, I want to know why haven't there been any spoilers or rumors out there of what is in Eric Roman's cage? It is ridiculous that we live in 2020 now. Come on, people. And there's rumors and breaking stories in Everything else. Spoilers. About everything in this whole entire world. But we can't figure out what the hell is in Eric Rowan's cage. I want to know. And again, if anybody has any idea, jump over to WWE Mentality's Facebook page. And drop me a message there. Let me know what you think. Let's talk about this. If not, we're going to talk about it next week when Justin gets back in here, our executive producer... And we're gonna try to be picked and figure out what is in this damn cage. I'm tired of it, and I think it's a cheat. But anyway, Charlotte defeated Charlotte. Player defeated Natalya, and declared for the Women's Royal Rumble match. No surprise there. I got some more news on Charlotte uh, later on in the show, but I really want to hit on one thing. Natty was quite emotional or lack thereof emotion I should say flat out just speechless on her post match interview with Kathy Kelly not saying anything Kathy asked her about the match and it just was the silent treatment from Natty does anyone think that Natty may be on her way out other than myself I think it's Natty's time Although, I do have this little tid tidbit of hope. Just a little. That Natty, for some unknown reason, is going to win this World Rumble coming up. And she'll go on to face whoever at WrestleMania and then drop the title the next night. Just like AJ Lee did. I know AJ Lee was a, a very long-running women's champion or diva's champion. But I just have this weird weird feeling deep down that Natty's going to win this Royal Rumble and she's going to go on to have her main event. And I said her main event, not the main event. Her main event match at WrestleMania. Because really, she hasn't got any match at WrestleMania. And come to think of it, other than last year when Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda you know stole the show for the first two minutes. The main event of Wrestlemania last match there hasn't been a it really all depends on what your definition of a great match is but there hasn't been a very great Wrestlemania main event feel match with other than in Dallas, when they introduced the new women's title with Lita and Charlotte and Becky. And, I mean, the main eventers were there, right? So maybe that one. But other than that, it was it's not been great, in my own opinion. And what's my opinion worth? Probably two cents. But anyway, just deep down, I, I think Natty's going to win this Royal Rumble. Not that I want her to win. When Charlotte will, I don't think Charlotte will because they're putting her on the back burner right now. Staling her out. I just think Natty's going to win this one. Becky Lynch revealed that she will defend the Raw Women's Champion against Asuka at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Mixed emotions about this. I like this idea because I see a potential Ronda Rousey comeback. I know I've said it for the past two months past three pay-per-views. But I want to say I'm 100, uh, let's just say 98% positive this situation. Because you go back and think about it. Go back to when Asuka won the Royal Rumble, what was it, last year or the year before, and Ronda Rousey showed up after the Royal Rumble. Ruined Asuka's celebration. Ruined it. Asuka probably got a minute, if not 30 seconds, worth of celebrating for Ronda, really. That's a little bit of heat right there between them two, Asuka and Ronda. Then you have, obviously, I don't think I need to go into, into much of this, but you have Becky and you have Ronda. I think, and I really do believe, 98%, that this is the perfect situation for a Ronda Rousey comeback I saw it. I said it 2 months ago I want Asuka and I want Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania Although I want to see not forget I want to see the four horsewomen against the four horsewomen the four horsewomen of WWE and the four horsewomen of UFC go head to head I don't think it's time kind of step back from that. Reality has kind of set in for that match probably till next year, 2021. But I would love and 98% confident that Rousey, Ronda Rousey is going to be taking on Asuka at the 2020 WrestleMania in Tampa Bay, Florida. That will be a hell of a match Street Pavis has defeated the OC have some more news on them Drew McIntyre defeated Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins on a 2-on-1 handicap match, I do honestly believe that Drew is going to get his title shot if not at, if he does not win the World Rumble, because I'm picking him to win I really am. I'm picking him to win the Royal Rumble this year. I'll say it right now, and I'll say it next week, and I'll say it the week after that. And then I'll come back on the show the week after, the couple days after Royal Rumble, and say, I told you so. It's Drew's time. He's a great heel. And rumors are Brock Lesnar, even though he's coming back next week to make his appearance back at WWE Raw, taking a month off, pretty much, I think we need a great heel champion. Somebody that can really push that division on the raw brand to to higher heights. And he'll be there. Unless he gets hurt, Drew McIntyre is going to be there. And honestly, you get that feel watching Drew's segments for the past couple months that if something doesn't happen, he's gone. I just feel watching him, he's not looking like he has any fun he hasn't been a champion in a while, if ever since he's been back. And just kind of feels that Drew McIntyre is getting this very slight, very sneaky push by Vince or Triple H to become your next WWE champion. I'm calling it Drew McIntyre wins the World Rumble on the 26th of January. AJ Styles confronted Randy Orton. Randy Orton, geez, he fooled the hell out of me, and I know anybody listening right now got fooled as well because we all saw it. We all saw the leaked video that the dude posted or the woman posted at the live event. Randy Orton really hurting his knee, supposedly, and fooled me and called me a dumbass. And I'm sitting here watching on Raw. Randy's got crutches, and AJ Styles is about to take advantage of him. And what do you know? The Viper strikes again. He's not hurt. That damn Randy. God, he's such a... He's a good guy, bad guy. Hell of a good guy. Hell of a bad guy. Damn it, Randy. United States champion Andre De, Andrade defeated Ricochet. I heard a rumor that they're going to put Ricochet up against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. I hope that's not true. That would be the weakest, dumbest storyline, and it would end Ricochet's career. Not that he would get physically hurt, but his push, his greatness right now, because he does have some greatness, it it's it would ruin him, in my opinion. And here we go. The main of it of all the wedding. No, I'm just kidding. The wedding, what they call the wedding of the century, I believe. Lana and Bobby Lashley got their gorgeous, most deserved wedding after all. This hype, this long storyline. Let's just have the wedding. It'll be done with. We don't have to deal with Rusev. We don't have to deal with anybody else. No surprises, and boy, were they wrong. Oh, and and let me go on record before we get into this. Now, I'll say, you're going to have to wait. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I honestly believe crowd included and myself was expecting somebody else. And what I'm talking about is that WWE created. Whoever's in charge of creating, whoever's writing Liv Morgan's and Lana's and Bobby Lashley's Rusev's storylines needs to be fired, needs to be kicked in the nuts, or kicked in whatever, and sent packing. They have ruined Liv Morgan for good. And don't let me forget that they played a lesbian storyline this week, not involving... Any lesbians? Known actual lesbians? For... Correct grammar. Any known gays? And I'm not trying to sound mean towards any of those. Men or women. They played a lesbian storyline involving Lana and Liv Morgan, y'all. Can you honestly sit there? Although, it was... The most highest rated segment of Raw. Can you honestly tell me that y'all bought into the fact that Liv Morgan was a lesbian? Why you have Sonya Deville on Raw, who actually is and has actually came out? I mean, imagine the disrespect and the humility. That Sonya Deville is feeling right now. And and she's tweeted about it. She tweeted. She wasn't happy. There's not much she can say, but she wasn't happy. This segment, this storyline, has become more slapped in the face of almost every topic. Let's start off first. Lana. Slapped in the fi- slaps the WWE women's division in the face, returning back, making out with Bobby Lashley, creating this interracial couple, which I have nothing against. It's very unwwe WWE like to do, and I liked or I didn't like, I enjoyed seeing what came next because it was interesting, it was something different. But as soon as you got more into the story and you start reading, And and looking at TV and watching Raw, you came to find out that these creative writers suck. You can't tell me in any form of language that this storyline has struck anybody's interest after the fact that Lana falsely accused Rusev of putting a baby in her on that's too interesting maybe exciting no um, definitely very sporadic not didn't really think that was going to happen but you can't you can't you cannot tell me or make me even believe that anyone watching WWE Raw any fan has bought into this storyline Especially after what happened on Monday. Now, Liv Morgan's career is ruined, right? She was having a a couple good vignettes, a couple good videos to reintroduce her back into the Raw brand as something more major. (laughs) Wrong. And I hate to use this language. WWE creative, whoever's in charge of these four creative storylines between these four people... You have shit the damn bed. God. And it, it's a shame. It really is. Because they're all great talents. Bobby Lashley, great talent. Great UFC fighter. Great physical physique. Lana, beautiful. Had had a chance a year or two ago to become a great comeback wrestler. Now when I say come back, it's like she had this build, she had all this emotion in her wrestling. You know, she deserved the chance, you know? And she almost got it. Liv Morgan was great in the Riot Squad. I believed in her character. And Rusev, I mean, took on John Cena at WrestleMania in San Francisco a couple years back. They all are great, entertaining wrestlers and characters. But this storyline sucks the big one. And I hate to, to downplay this. I mean, I don't think I can downplay it. It's that bad. But anyway, you're gonna hear from, you're gonna hear back from me after this next sponsor. We're gonna talk about some news that has happened over the weekend that you may not have heard. And as soon as I tell you, then you've heard it. So it's actually called, it's something I'm trying to work on, something that I should integrate into our podcast is, you know, we do it here at uh, 94.5 WCMS in the mornings. It's news you may not know, but now you do. So you're going to be hearing that and you're going to be hearing from our friends over at the Bellhaven pool room. So I'm going to let them come on here and tell you what is up.
1: Man, I hate ignorant people Yeah, I do too What's going on? What happened? Someone just told me there's nothing to do in Bellhaven, So I had to put them in check Did you tell them about Georgie's Sport and Oyster Bar? Dang straight I did I told them to start their night by having dinner with Georgie and his wife Laura At the place to go for great salad, seafood, and sandwiches in Bellhaven, All at great prices A must while in town You did tell them after supper to go to the Bellhaven pool room as well, right? Ha! You think? I told them after they eat to go grab an ice cold brew, the coldest beer in town at that, and shoot a few games of pool with the friendliest crowd of folks. With Curtis Wayne and Miss Debbie as your host, you're guaranteed to be in good company. Did I leave anything out? No, ma'am. I think you painted them a picture of the perfect Bellhaven night out. That's what I thought. Ah! Georgie's Sport and Oyster Bar in the Bellhaven Pool Room on Business 264 in downtown Bellhaven.
0: Okay, and we're back at Bellhaven Pool Room Located in Bellhaven, North Carolina um, Right down the street, Georgie Sport and Oyster Bar I Heard they have the coldest beer around I don't know if that's true I'm Definitely willing to find out I drink maybe one beer a year But anyway, some news that you may not have known But now you do WWE superstar, Woman superstar Charlotte Flair is ringing in 2020 Guess what? With a ring Andrade Asking Charlotte Flair To marry him On New Years No Andrade is not with Selena Vega guys Selena Vega Is with Aleister Black If you didn't know Now you do Charlotte Flair Congratulations I still love you From the bottom of my heart And from the top You fulfill my life With so much greatness Um If you ever hear this podcast Now you know Andrade I can't say anything. To you. WWE has announced World's Collide 2020 for Saturday, January 25th, the day before the new the day before next year's WWE World Rumble pay-per-view. Which, if you didn't know, and now you will, that the World Rumble this year is located at the Houston Astros dome, their playing field, their baseball field. <coughs> Excuse me. Um be held at the Houston Astros Baseball. I believe it was there last, no, wasn't there last year? I want to say it was in Houston. But anyway, this year's Royal Rumble located at Houston Astros Baseball. I don't know what the arena's name is or the baseball field's name is, but it's located there. That's where it's at. If anybody's going, I hate you because I can't go. Um, Not really. Just kidding. I love all my fans. But enjoy if you're going. I'm sure it'll be fun. There's going to be plenty of surprises, as there always is, when WWE comes into town for pay-per-views. You never know what's going to happen. But an explosive triple threat match for the tag team titles on the first Monday Night Raw of 2020 will include the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, the Street Profits, And the self-proclaimed best tag team in the world, the OC, next week on Raw. Again, the first Raw of the new decade, of the new year in 2020. Stay tuned. It's going to be a great match. I'm sure of it. It's for the tag team titles. And the Street Profits, watch out. I mean, the Viking Raiders are my guys. I like them. But I feel like the Street Profits may ring in the new year with some titles. They got that smoke. Pay attention to them. WWE 2019 awards were given out over this past week on WWE Backstage. More, like I said earlier on the show, were given out at WWE NXT last night. Again, with pretty much Undisputed Era taking all of the gold, along with Keith Lee, uh, super Breakout Superstar of the Year. But we're going to talk about the main roster awards and I'm going to talk more about this next week when Justin gets in here. We're going to go over every single award won and um, try to figure out what he may think. WWE Women's Tag Team of the Year surprisingly goes to the Kubaki Warriors. Um, I I don't know what... I'm, I'm still up in the air. I'm still 50 50 with the Kubaki Warriors. Asuka at some point needs to leave the the tag team division and go to the singles. And like I said earlier, I really do think Ronda Rousey's going to show up between Becky Lynch and her at Royal Rumble. And uh, it'll be Asuka and Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, what, it 36 now? Or, yeah, 36, I believe, 37. Anyway. That's when it's going to happen. WWE Breakthrough Superstar of the Year. Or, yeah, Superstars of the Year. The Street Profits, I told you, watch out for them. The Breakout Superstars of the Year. They got the smoke. They're ready. I think they're going to be Tag Team Champions next week, unfortunately, because the Viking Raiders are my guys. WWE Men's Tag Team of the Year, no surprise, goes to the New Day. WWE Moment of the Year, part of the New Day, Kofi Kingston winning the WWE Champion at WrestleMania 35 emotional moment. There's no doubt about that. A lot went into that. A lot of emotion poured out of that. Um, for everybody, Kofi, you deserve this one. I will say no bad words or hard feelings about this pick right here. Um, BMO Superstar of the Year, Becky Lynch. I had a hard time with this one, guys. I really did. I... I'm a big Charlotte fan. I think Charlotte should have got it. I mean, it, it was a toss-up. Let's just end it with that. I'm coming to terms with it. Is, it is what it is. Charlotte didn't win. But I'm I'm willing I'm willing to control myself and tell myself that Becky guess you deserve it. But closing the 2019 awards as of right now, WWE Male Superstar of the Year obviously goes to Fandango. Oh, wait. I'm just kidding. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt obviously deserves this. No doubt about it. Um, Again, you can't there's no way you can prove me that somebody else deserves this award. Male Superstar of the Year or Comeback Superstar of the Year. Most creative superstar of the year, you name it, Bray Wyatt's got it. This guy's got so much charisma, so much talent, so much, uh, so much of everything that needs to go into a character that a lot of superstars, men and women, I think, should take note. You know, take note. If you're not being as creative as, uh, as, creative as Bray Wyatt, then you shouldn't be there. If you're not going to take 110, 120% into your character, into your job. Don't show up. And, and maybe that's why I have such a hard time with, like, Fire and Desire, or the Kubaki Warriors, or... yeah. You know, I can't... I can probably think of something. Like that. Now, off the top of my head, those are the only two I have problems with. They don't feel like they are bringing energy to their segments to their matches to their characters so I mean it just I don't know man it's Bray Wyatt exemplifies what a character builder should be I mean this guy started off as the Nexus Husky Harris went on to Bray Wyatt you know the Wyatt family came back as this guy Not only the fiend, but Mr. Rogers slash, you know, this guy has reinvented character building in WWE all by himself. There was an article out there that no creative was allowed to touch Bray Wyatt. No creative writer, nothing. Because the dude wrote all his own stuff. How crazy is that? And if that is still to this day, the dude's messed up in the head. I'm just kidding. But seriously, what uh, what a great what a great year for WWE all in all. Had had some ups, had some downs. Um I can't wait for 2020. You know, and like I said earlier, there's there's a lot of good things happening. In the works in WWE. My insider tells me that 2020 will be the year of spectacular change in WWE. You'll see more wrestling. You'll see more creative. I hope so, especially with this damn Bobby, Lashley, Lana, and Rusev, and now Liv Morgan. I hope they cut that shit to you know, cut it. Damn, 2020 has started guys and what a year it will be and uh more awards like again again, like I said last segment uh, next week's edition of WWE Mentality so make sure to tune in get on that phone, get on that computer start bookmarking whatever page you're listening to me on as you know if you're doing uh YouTube or you're doing Spotify or Apple iTunes or Pocket Cast or Google Podcast whatever you're listening to me on listening to me on I think I said that right bookmark it save it come back next week because we're going to talk more 2019 WWE awards from NXT um, I'm going to try to find more main event roster awards if not then we'll just obviously do NXT um, next week kind of starts the 2020 Royal Rumble. You know, we're, we're, we're kind of not there. I think next week we'll start it. You know, with the re-emergence of Brock Lesnar returning to Raw. I think we're going to start seeing more things shape up for the Royal Rumble. And that is in 24 days. 24 days, the 2020 Royal Rumble will take place. Again, it is the home of the Houston Astros at Minute Maid Park. Of course, I have it at the end of my notes. made me sound like a dumbass earlier, and I sit here and type it up at the end. God. You know what? 2020 is my year of being more prepared. I'll tell you that right now. If Justin was here, I'd look at him and say, If I ever seem like I'm unprepared, you need to come over and give me a rock people's elbow. Anyway, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the show today as you enjoy it every other time you listen. As of right now, currently, we do have a record-breaking number for WW Mentality on our hosting site, RedCircle.com. Great hosting site for a podcast if you ever start your own podcast, I would definitely recommend this site, I seem like I'm talking a little slow because I'm trying to log in to give you the exact number, but right now we are at 205 total downloads, I never thought we would get here, I never, you know, I didn't think we would get 5 downloads, 5, you know, 205 downloads, let's think about it, it's Basically, two hundred five listeners. We have fifteen subscribers on YouTube, which I highly recommend. If you love WWE content, please go over to YouTube, find us at WWE Mentality. What? here our videos. They're not you can't watch them because our we don't have video quite yet. We are learning how to do, or I'm learning how to do that. So I will be implementing video this next couple months or weeks, depending on what I'm my schedule is I am due to have another kid here in the next days or weeks so congratulations to me but yeah come over to YouTube and subscribe and that will keep you updated on anything that we post in YouTube you know and I'm kind of stuttering a little bit because it's exciting to talk about um I never thought we would be here. I never thought that anybody would kind of like really like our stuff, but I'm super glad you do. I'm very excited that you do. I urge you to keep listening, keep supporting our cause, because the cause is, guys, that WWE and wrestling in general is. I'm 28 years old, and I've said this multiple times on the show that just because. You're a wrestling fan doesn't make you any different than anybody who's not a wrestling fan. You can be a wrestling fan of any promotion out there. It doesn't have to be WWE. I, personally, I would like WWE. I've been watching it for, you know, 20 plus years. More than that, maybe. But you can be a wrestling fan of any promotion. You can be a wrestling fan of any gender, any race. It's just, it's something that grabs onto you these guys and these men and women are real human as humanly possible as you can get not the fiend right they're superheroes and even to a 28 year old man these the superheroes still exist i want to be one of these guys you can't tell me watching Aquaman or Superman, you don't want superpowers. Not that these people have superpowers, but I guarantee you get on the top rope of a turnbuckle of a 20-20 by ring, 20 by 20 ring, you're ass going to be a little scared. Take flight. I've tried it one time, and it is scary. But do not be ashamed of being a wrestling player of any promotion out whether you're 50 years old, 20 years old, 10 years old, live the life you want to live, and live it to the you know fulfill your life. Don't let nobody step step on your dreams or tell you you can't do something. That's the biggest crock of crap I've ever heard. You know, hater's gonna hate. But that's my rant for the day. I hope everybody has a safe weekend. Enjoy the weekend. I had my son's party this weekend. He turns three. One of my son's party this weekend. He turns three. Happy birthday, little man. I love you. His name's Jameson. And this segment of WWE Mentality Today goes out to him. God, where does life go? But like I always say, keep slamming. Stay wonderful. Goodbye, everybody.